This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Start with Chris. Add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID, with your host, Chris. Hello, good evening and welcome. I'm here. Just hang on a minute. I thought, there we go. I thought I was as prepared as I could be. And a bit like Leicester City preparing for a match, I made a complete and utter mess of it. How the devil are we all? Welcome along, whether you are watching on Leicester Till I Die TV, LTID TV, or whether you are watching on the Dugout Football Channel. It's another joint promotion, which I must admit does worry me, because last time Doug had a joint promotion, Rebecca got pregnant and having a baby boy. So congratulations to them anyway. Um and welcome along to what I can only say is probably going to be about 60 minutes of um, Doug looking very happy and smug and uh, smiling and Craig and me crying into our into our bov rules. But look, we, we can but hope this is football. It is the hope that kills us. And this is LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die, live on Facebook, YouTube and um, Twitter along with um, Dugout Football Channel on Twitter and YouTube as well. Uh, for those of you listening to us on Catch Up on the podcast, your favourite podcast platform, whichever that is, it's Leicester Till I Die. And if you are that rich that you own smart speakers, just ask it to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. And of course, you can find us on all our socials, as it says there, LTID TV or Leicester Till I Die, one of them on well, basically everything, everything that you want want to find us on. A uh, couple of hellos before we start and bring the guests in. Um, 
and basically we are shite at footy. I'd like to argue with you, Ant, but I can't. Uh, Doug, who's going to be joining us in a second, big up everybody watching uh, over here. Um, oh, right, sorry. <laughs> there was a message. Craig, Craig, Craig's had to have a... Well, you know what, Craig? I don't want to say anything, but he is getting on a little bit, and he does have to sort of have these toilet breaks every now and again so he's gone so we'll drag the intro out a little bit longer until he comes back um can't argue with ant at all steve says uh good evening good evening steve how are you nate good evening uh hope well we're well we're as well as we can be uh dhtv Welcome over from uh, Doug's channel. You are most welcome, sir. Be sure if you are watching on Doug's channel to make sure to give it a subscribe and smash the likes, whichever side you're on. It appears Craig's back from the toilet and uh, <laughs> it's his bladder. It's his bladder. Uh, need a big win for goal difference. Uh, I think we could both argue that. Um, we'll take a 1-0. Uh, he's gone for a shit. He has indeed. He has indeed. But he's back. From out of space, turn around now and take that look up off your face. Here he is, the wise one, the old one, Craig. <sighs> How you doing? And well, um, yeah, it, uh, contrary to popular belief, it wasn't a toilet break. I'd left me tea in the kitchen. What? what which is more important, you know? Well, indeed. You know, can, I'm, you I'm just going to sit here slurping while you have your little mini rant, Chris. <laughs> Well, you that again, that's another age thing, isn't it? I've told you about slurping in public. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, TH, I had kind of worked that out. I had kind of worked that out. But look, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a Diddy Duggy Dave coming along soon um, with the baby. We know it's a boy. Doug, let me just bring you fully into focus. Uh, Disappointed, please. It's the boy. Not really disappointed, obviously, but uh, you know, we'll go for a girl next time. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you very much for the lovely, uh, lovely well wishes from you both. Um, uh, no, I'm absolutely delighted. It's a boy. Um, I wore the boy. Um, Becca's been wanting a, a girl, so uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Brad. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, good evening, everybody. Hope. Uh, Hope everyone is well. Uh, and obviously, if you are watching, obviously, on my channel and on Chris's, please do remember to hit that like button and also do hit that subscribe button. Yeah. And somebody who's, I can probably say, whether we stay up or go down is actually their team is probably having the worst season than either of us two together. TM, the Spurs fan, is in. Good evening. How are you? Welcome along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. It's been a while, TM. Craig's mm. been, he's, he keeps it. Is, is that TM back in yet? He, he wouldn't come on unless he knew you were coming in, TM. So it's nice to see you. Uh, to see you. Nice. Yes. Well, thank you. God. <laughs> keep keep up, guys. Keep up. Look, as as Brad said there, Ryan and Gorinda. Uh, I've got to say at this point, a big, huge thank you to uh, TalkSport, who sent me the tapes and allowed me to use them. Um, <laughs> it was part of a two-hour long show when Brian and Gurinda got mentioned. Uh, I cut it down just for a bit of fun and put it out there as just a 10-minute joke one. But if you haven't seen it, do get over to LTID TV on YouTube and look out for this. <laughs> 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 
going to watch Championship Football. No way. What? 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 I'm going to watch it. No. Right, no. Corinda, you are an absolute... Do you know oh, what, right? So you want to go and watch Liverpool play, but you won't go and watch them play Plymouth for next season or Rotherham? 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 No. Do you know what? I'm Premier League. I am elite. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh. Here we go. Here we go. Back to the serious stuff. Yeah, if we can, please, quickly. <laughs> my career's going down the pan here. Okay. Oh, uh, talking of, right, let's let's get back to being miserable. We're, we're left the pan. <laughs> oh, why can't we keep talking about the life of Brian and Gorinda? He's <laughs> 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 He's a, a very stupid boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, you have no idea. If you've joined in just then, you have no idea. Go watch it back, please. Oh. 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 Please, please let, like, come on, please, please, now. Brian. <laughs> 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 the mother. <laughs> it says it. <laughs> Separated at birth, that had me, mate. Separated at birth. Oh. Uh, right, um, so let's before I'm gonna have to <laughs> I really am. Oh, right. let's, uh, let's bring ourselves back down to earth. I mean, okay, we did. Well, stop it, stop it, <laughs> my man of the match is now Gorinda. There you go, that's what I'm awarded to. In fact, people in the comments, who was your man of the match for the Fulham game? Was it Brian or Gorinda? Let's find out who you think was better. Jesus Christ. I'm so cold. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm dying here. I'm dying. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going to have to mute myself in a minute to stop this. There was there was like ten minutes of that, and every time I got over and I controlled myself and was ready, uh, Brad had come up with some other comment. The life of Brian one absolutely floored me, and I do have to totally rethink my career at this point. Uh, but I did promise Brad something. Brad, this is just for you. Elite. There we go. I've got to say, as a fellow Leicester fan, I mean, it followed on from Brian, uh, mm. which uh, was good. I mean, look, I mean, I was absolutely peed off, as you'll see in a minute. But look, Craig, it was it. it Boris keeps coming on. Here we go. Here we go. Boris is just coming here. Why do you find that Leicester fan being on elite club so amusing? I mean, you, if you don't if you don't laugh at it, Craig, you would cringe with embarrassment, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't. Do you? Who views us as an elite club? Gorinda, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I mean, I would hazard to guess that Gorinda is a short-term fan. Mm. I'm, I'm guessing. And, and may have come along in the last few years and only ever seen 
um, the elite uh, side of Leicester, you know, games where we used to beat Liverpool, them kind of things, you know, them yeah. old days. Yeah, when, when Vardy would score virtually just inside their own half. Exactly. Uh, th- those days. I mean, I have to admit, and I, I've, I've been very critical of... Um, a lot of sort of Man United everyone. fans. You've been critical of everyone. I basically am, yeah. I mean, the Newcastle fans speed me off again midweek with the old Madison in a Newcastle shirt. I mean, grow up and get out of infant school, please. Better money and you've totally changed. But look, that's going to make that's going to go down well next week, isn't it, when we have Newcastle on? Um, when you look at, like, I mean, if you are under 30... And even probably under 20, you do not remember when Man United didn't have any success. You know, you've only ever mm-hmm. known Man United as a full club. And a lot of now, she's not obviously young, but I had a guy on before, uh, we did a bit with a, a, a young lad called Mason, who's 14 and he's, he's trying to start his own YouTube. And so me and Brad were, were doing a sort of a pretend show with him and what have you. And like he said, when he's 14 and he's never known anything other than success for Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's it, you know, you being, you know, I remember back in the day when you were a big fan of the old Etonians, Chris, uh, and you used to enjoy their, you know, champions and FA Cup winning seasons back in the 1880s. But for anyone who's a bit younger, it is, you do see that. And, and I guess as older fans, we forget that, you know, we we came and joined our club whenever we were, whatever age we were, um, and it could have been us. You know, it could have been us joining at a, a period when your team was just winning, but it wasn't. You know, because we supported our sort of, you know, local club who were, uh, you know, the 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 one that you you, you could go and see week in week out, mm. and so you grew up with all that up and down stuff. So. I think there is definitely an age thing, and I don't think you can necessarily knock people for it because it is what they've all they've known, yeah. and they don't understand the, you know, the joys that a season in a lower league can. Can you can you tell that I'm trying to talk myself into the fact that it, <laughs> yeah, it might not be so bad that we're going down? Joys, uh, joys, yeah, yeah, uh, the, the joys of a championship season. Well, can I just say, if anybody wonders why I've suddenly gone with the Premier League trophy background there, I've only got a couple of weeks left using it, so let me enjoy it while I can. Doug, on the other hand, um, most younger Liverpool fans don't know success, and I'm not being sarcastic there in, because you've obviously won Champions Leagues uh, in recent years. You know, you did. You had the great season when you won virtually everything, including the Merseyside Egg and Spoon race. But, you know, when you compare it to... to when you compare it to Liverpool, sort of pre-Alex Ferguson at Man United, I mean, they were the Man United of the time. Yeah, 100%. The 90s was probably... Obviously, the 90s was obviously when I was born. Um, so mm-hmm. that kind of can give your... Uh, yeah, give my age away. Uh, but, um, yeah, we weren't we weren't very, very successful in the 90s. Um, yes, we made a couple of finals here and there, but... Yeah, Manchester United were definitely the team of the 90s and the early sort of noughties um, as well. So, yeah, it, I think many people growing up would obviously know Manchester United to be a very, very successful club. So I don't think they're kind of... Uh, ex- I don't think they're kind of experienced with what's happened to Manchester United in the last 10 years or so. So, but no, I've got, I've got to say that... Um, 
it is a very, very interesting um, thing. Thanks, Niall. I appreciate that, mate. Um, yeah, I, I think as well, like, not many people will obviously know, like, Everton um, as well. I know Everton haven't, you know, won, won many things anyway, but 1995 was obviously the, the their last trophy um, as well. But, yeah, I think... I think if you're a, a sort of a new fan, you're probably now sort of growing into a, an age where, yes, Manchester United were one of the greatest sides in the, the early 90s and obviously the, the noughties. And um, it must be very, very difficult being a fan of that club to know that they haven't had much successes now. No. And just before we get into, obviously, I'm trying to delay it as long as possible. We are going to have to talk about the game. <laughs> the week or Monday night. Um, seven years ago, we were winning the Premier League. That bloody trophy behind there, which is like an albatross around our neck. And we were celebrating. We were happy. I was drunk on the radio. I was going into work drunk the next day uh, in my shirt and bugging in my new, who knew. Uh, and it's taken me down now to this. Mm. You know, I watched Everton after our game finished. Five goals they scored. Yeah, that rings the bell, doesn't it? Uh, Fulham got five. But Everton were playing Brighton. Now, Everton are a team who are in deep doo-doos, pretty much like us. But the difference between Everton and Leicester is they had players that wanted to fight for the shirt, that wanted to fight for the club, that wanted to keep the club in the top division. They had some pride for the people that had gone to support them, had travelled all the way down from Liverpool to the south coast to support them. They put a display on. They played like they wanted to stay in the Premier League. Our lot, fucking powder puff girls could play better than them. I hope, and I put this tweet out, and it was, Dear Leicester City players, I do hope you're watching Everton, because that is how we expect you to play. That is what we expect from our players. What did we get today? A load of fucking shit. This club has been turned into a joke. A club that other clubs were looking and saying, that's the, uh, that's the way we want our club to, re to be run. We want to place our club and the way we run our club on the Leicester City model. Fucking model. Wheels coming off the wagons and all sorts. <laughs> all of them have come off. Craig, mm. I'll put it there. Gutless, once we were fearless. Yeah, I've been saying this for a few years now and probably ever since I've been on this channel that the one thing that we lack and has been clearly lacking is some fight, you know, some fight, some leaders on the pitch. You know, I've, I've, I've said it, I've, I've said it for a long time now. You know, I can't remember the last time, you know, that we had anyone that you would think would just literally roll his sleeves up and try and win a game on his own and just rally everybody around them. You know, the one player that you look to. I I cannot stick Jordan Henderson, Doug, but I wish we had a Jordan Henderson in the middle of our park. Someone who wouldn't let standards drop. 
and and that's what I think Henderson has done over the past few years. If people are not putting the effort in, he's the guy who will tell them that they're not putting the effort in and they're not doing enough to warrant wearing the shirt, to wear the badge. We have no one like that. There's no one who has that level of command of respect or even respecting themselves. I, I mean, I'm sure we've all played football at some point. I used to hate walking off a pitch and if we've lost, or even if we've won, but in particular, if you've lost and you look to your right and your left and your teammates are having a laugh and a joke about walking off a bit, I used to hate that. And that was playing Saturdays and Sundays. You know, there should be that level of personal pride that you've given every ounce that you could give when you walk off that pitch. You've been beaten by a better team. No one can take any. But if you haven't given it all for me, and I'm sure for every football fan, that is just that's that's just not acceptable. Doug, I've I've been saying, and I'm blue in the face till I'm saying this, and I am I am ashamed to be a Leicester fan at the moment. And you know we 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 you know you you've just got married. I got married lots and lots of years ago. I'm no longer with the lady. Technically, still married, but no longer with her because you can change your partner. You have kids. They go up, leave home, go to other parts of the country, even other countries. But your club, you you stuck with it. You, I know I can't suddenly yeah. say, oh, I want to go and support. I'll, I'll start. You know, somebody on your channel the other day, I think, you know, when I was in the chat said, um, I hope you have a bit more fun this weekend. And I jokingly said, only if I start supporting Everton. But that is what it has come down to. You you said before we came on, you cannot believe that we'll we'll be talking about this like we are tonight. No, I can't believe you're in a relegation battle. I'm absolutely stunned at how poor your season has been. Um, I think it's been a car crash from start to finish. Um, I don't understand why you kept Rogers for so long. Um, and there were countless times that you could have gone. There was countless times you could have gone this season. Like you think of the defeats to Brighton, you think of the defeats to Tottenham. Um, they were really, really bad, bad defeats. Like five, two, six, two. Like the full result that we kept. That that was shocking. That was absolutely shocking. I watched the highlights to that, and the amount of space that Fulham were getting through Leicester was, was a joke. It was an absolute joke. Um, I only see a couple of players that should have, hold their heads high for this season. Harvey Barnes for one of them. I think Harvey Barnes has been really, really good. Oh. Madison to oh, an calm extent. Down, calm down, Craig. Calm down. <laughs> Madison to... <laughs> Madison to an extent, however, I do think that he has definitely got a move on his on his um, on his mind. I think he's got a move on his mind. I think the one big big error for me was not replacing Casper Schmeichel. Yes, look, Brad Ward, Brad um, Ward, very good goalkeeper, doesn't strike me as a number one. Never has, never will. The only time he really struck me as a number one was obviously when I think he was at Aberdeen. In Scotland, I think it may have been a Wrexham potentially as well. Daniel Iverson did very well at Preston. Did very, very well at Preston. But this is too big pressure on two 
goalkeepers. Now, you've obviously got Alex Smithies as well. Now, look, Alex Smithies has not played in the top flight before. He's not played in the top flight before. So I think it's down to bad management. I think it's bad recruitment. And for me, most of the players are down tools because I think most of the players are probably thinking, yeah, we're going to get a move next season. I, I honestly cannot believe what I've been watching these past few weeks. And you kept Rodgers way, way too late. If you mm. got rid of him with about 12, 13, 14 games, I reckon you would have been, had an even better chance of staying up. But the fact is, you've got you've obviously got us to the, uh, the, on on Monday. Um, you have to make you have to make advantage of your home games. That's the thing. I mean, you go to Newcastle. That's your final, you know, away game. That's not an easy game either. So, but the one thing you're missing is a Nigel Pearson, someone who knows the cup. Look, I know you've got Craig Shakespeare. I can get that. I can know. I know you've got Craig Shakespeare. But Nigel Pearson would not have let this happen. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have let this happen. And the one reason he was he was um, he was let go of because it was a I think it was of a, a trip to Thailand. Obviously, went completely completely wrong. But Nigel Pearson would not have allowed this to have, have happened. Top look for as much good that he has done. One hundred ninety-two million of his own money into the into the club, which I think is absolutely wonderful. He is massively at fault here because he he kept Rogers way way too soon, and he could see what was happening all season. Craig, I mean, he managed to upset both of us in one in one answer there. Barnes for you, Madison for me, both of which have been prima donnas this year. Uh, Madison's more bothered about smiling for the cameras in case anybody's watching him, making sure he's got his hair in place. Um, he is overrated, over paid and over here, as they used to say about the Americans in the war. And as soon as he goes, in fact, all, all, all jokes aside to Newcastle, come and get him as quick as you can. And you're not impressed with Barnes, are you? But it's a fair point because, I, and again, I've, I've said this so many times, that great escape year, we, I travelled at eight hours return. It gets longer every time I tell this story. Uh, seven to seven and a half hours return every home game to watch mm. us lose. But we were putting a stint in. There was not one player in that Fulham game that could give an arse. We haven't passed. Now, yes, I agree. Top has got to take a lot of the blame because, as we were saying before we started the show, if he'd come out and explained about um, the the situation financially in the summer, the fans would have gone, OK, we understand, we get it. But it created such a toxic atmosphere that just carried on and carried on. He has to take a lot of the blame. And the arguments that he's over in Thailand and he's trying to sort out King Power, he's got fucking John Rudkin and Susan Whelan. He should be jumping on top of them as to why why is this happening, why is that happening. 14-15, completely different to now, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah, I think what's, what's happened, when you can look back now over the past couple of seasons almost, is that... The club is, in many ways, a reflection of the fans in terms of, I think, a lot of the fans and the club did get ideas above their station. I think we had this dream that we could upset the elite, that we'd won it. Okay, 
right, we won it. It was a freak season. We won it. But then we made the mistake of backing it up with two seasons where we could have got in the Champions League. And then what that starts to put in the mindset of a football club is that they are elite and they should. And so what we did was we moved away from what was our core, which was hardworking, hungry players whose the team was greater than the sum of its parts. And we started buying footballers instead of characters. And I think any team like us in our position, where we are in the middle of, you know, in realistic terms, we're not a top six, top eight club. A, a middling Premier League club has to have success based on the character of your team and the yeah. character of your, your players. You cannot sustain trying to buy elite players or players who are going to see you as a stepping stone because yeah. that's what we were and that's what players see us as. Hang on a minute. The big boys don't want to take a chance on me, so I'll go to Leicester. I'll show what I can do for a season or two and then I'll go. And mm. we were putting the players and thinking that the, the club would be carried along on the ambition of the players. But when you're doing that, you know that it's the ambition of the players that is going to outrun the club and they'll move on. And then you're going to have to... You can't always find players. Unless you've got an academy that is churning them out, you can't always have the success that we had. So it does become cyclical. And one of Sky's favourite games for rerunning was on again last night. It was that Leicester Man United game, 5-3. You just look at the team we had out then. That was a team, probably none of them would get in the team today based on talent, but they all had some character about them. Richie Delat was running rings down, down the right-hand side. You got Nugent. I mean, we had Dean Hammond in the middle of that. Dean Hammond yeah. was playing centre midfield. And yeah. we beat Man U 5-3. Because okay, you also had Cambiasso. Let's not, you know... Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying every one of them. No. But no. You, you can afford to have one or two of those sprinkled around. You can't have six, seven, eight of those and yeah. expect to have, you know, some yeah. hard-working, grafting players. You I need to have them sprinkled about. You do. And I want to come back to one of, uh, on another point Doug made, but I just want to reply to, to Boris here. Because Boris said, I was embarrassed watching Chris and Bad laughing hysterically about Gurinder thinking that Leicester are an elite club. It's been a bad season, but we have a bit of pride. We are Leicester. Look, we all have pride, mate. But if you think Leicester are an elite club, then you can go and sit in the same room as Gurinda. We are not an elite club. We are not. Uh, we had, you know, we've had a couple of good seasons, but we're not a top six, top seven club. We are a mid-table club that had a couple of good seasons. Uh, I think to call us elite... And she was, it wasn't, you know, being a Leicester fan, it was the way that she was reacting that was totally and absolutely embarrassing. I think Doug, uh, sorry, not Doug, Brad summed it up when he said he's never been so embarrassed second, you know, place for somebody else uh, being a Leicester fan. The way that she was coming over, that if she was a true Leicester fan, would she say, I'm not going to go to Rotherham and support them? Now, I'm not one of these that says, well, you know, you don't go to a game, you're not a supporter. But she's a glory supporter because she wants to She wants to go and watch against Liverpool. And she was berating. At one point, she was saying, I'll pick um, 
It was the guy that was before Brian up because Brian was throwing his ticket away and he was another one throwing his ticket away. He didn't want to give it to somebody else because he didn't want to put them through it. Look, we'll all criticise. We'll all criticise. But when you're doing that and then she says, like, well, yeah, I'm going to go to Liverpool, but I'm not going to go to Rotherham next season. Boris, take a look at yourself in the mirror, mate. Swivel your head. If you don't like what you're watching and you get embarrassed, don't watch it. It's as simple as that. You know, it's your choice. Um, Craig, I wanted to come back to you, though. Um, would Vichai have let this get to this position? And I know that's very much hypothetical. No, I don't, I don't think he would, to be honest. I think what you've got is, you know, Vichai was, was a very successful businessman. You know, he wasn't um, someone who'd been thrust into that position um he was a, a successful businessman and he saw it you know as, as much as people say i hate seeing my football club as a business from his perspective he ran it like a business mm-hmm. you know and that's where we were successful and he made decisions that weren't popular because he was ahead of the curve as it were he could see where things were going and he wouldn't let sentiment get in the way of his vision and I think you've got um, Kuntop now doesn't have that experience. And let's not let's not kid ourselves. Brendan Rodgers is probably a fantastic bullshitter. So when he's sitting in a room with people who are less experienced than he is, I can imagine that he could say, he could sit him down and say, it's fine. Look at the quality of players. It's going to turn around. These things happen, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been difficult for him to, to say, actually, Brendan, you're talking shite. I'm, I'm kicking you out. I can understand how he's got a little bit brainwashed um, listening to Brendan and he's left it too late to make a decision. And I don't think his dad would have done that. No, no. Doug, we, we, we're still with you. We, we do all get onto the game because you've been sat there very patiently <laughs> letting us go through our, our little rant. Um, there's a lot of games. Um, uh, sorry, Terry's just said here on that point, a lot of fans were too passive when it came to Rodgers. Look, we've all Me sat too. You know, we, we've yeah. all we've all put baked beans in our eyes because we obviously we all know hindsight is a very good thing. Very good, Chris. Very good. Uh, Very good. (laughs) Thank you. Come on. 20 odd minutes. No, 33 minutes into the show. And that was the first one. Chris, should we just leave it there for tonight? Because I'm I'm, I'm not sure that's anything's going to beat that. I think you've peaked. I I, I was always my trouble. Maybe that's why my wife's no longer with me. I always peaked early. Maybe we uh, should live without the wisecracks. I think we possibly should. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think we all... I mean, ah, yuck. hindsight is a very good thing. Um, if you'd said to both of us, Craig, I mean, I think it was you, wasn't it, that said to your son, uh, when, when Martin O'Neill, enjoy these yeah. years, they may never come again. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I actually told that story to my son the other day. Um, and mm. I said, you know... The same literally applies now. And, you know, mm. you look and, and let, let me put this to you, Doug. I mean, it's totally different, but your club's gone from the, like, say, pre, pre-Fergie pre years of when you were dominant to 
not being in that position now. All right, you know, he's still in the top division and everything. But when you've had that success, it it does hurt that bit more, doesn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think you know, last season was a big example of that. You know, we did win obviously the league cup, we did win the FA Cup, um, as well. But this season has been completely, completely different. But there is one thing that I think you said is absolutely spot on. You can change your, your partner, you can change everything like that, but you cannot change your football club. You support them through thick and thin. You support them through the, the bad times. Look, we had mm. bloody Roy Hodgson in 2010, and I'm <laughs> I'm still I'm still a you know I'm still a big supporter of, uh, of, of my football club. It was it, it was that bad. Um, yeah. Basically, when Kenny Douglas took over, um, we I think we were 12th in the league. Um, and basically, by an international break, I think we were 18th um, as well. That that's how that's how bad it, it, it got. But no, I think the last couple of seasons, like everything, everything looks towards us. Um, you know, challenging Manchester City. Um, this season has been completely different. But mm. I've got to give credit to Arsenal. I've got to give credit to Newcastle. Because I think both of them have had a fabulous season. Um, and. There was a very very interesting start, in fact. Liverpool haven't actually been in the top four all season. So if we were to get top four, then I mean, you can kind of say that overall the 38 games and you do deserve it. But if you're looking at that, um, as you say, hindsight is a wonderful thing. We probably don't deserve top four. I mean, we were 12 points by Manchester United six weeks ago. And look what's happened to that. I think the pressure's got to Manchester United. I think the pressure has got to Manchester United. I think it's got to Newcastle slightly as well. But um, we are still in the race for top four. We are still in the race for top four. Uh, how? I, I don't know. But we are on a very, very good winning run. Um, and we are scraping through games as well, which um, which I've noticed as well. Like obviously, Brentford 1-0. Um, Tottenham, we almost threw away. Uh, TM, I know, you're in, I know you're in the chat. I mean, Richarlison getting an equaliser was, was one of the worst things that could have happened because uh, that was obviously his first Spurs goal. Um, but to obviously go up the other end and obviously, you know, get, get the winner was, was very, very good. We've smashed teams as well, 6-1 against Leeds. Um, but then again, you, you, you look you look at what Leeds uh, have done, obviously, under Garcia. And, I mean, big Sam's in. I mean, you're, you're looking at the table now and it's quite actually sort of similar to sort of 2004. Because Leicester and Leeds were actually both in the relegation zone when they were um, when it was a 2004. So it was actually a little bit of a, a similar story. Southampton are gone for me. So I think it's basically between when I look at when I obviously look at that table. Everton for me, are they safe? No, not yet, not yet. Um, I look at your next three games. Obviously, Monday evening. And against Newcastle, and then obviously against West Ham. That West Ham game is massive, because I, I already think West Ham are safe, especially with that win against Manchester United at the weekend. I think they are they are safe. So it's definitely one from Nottingham Forest, Everton, Leicester, and Leeds to go down now for me. Um, I think it could come down to goal difference. So if it does come down to goal difference, then you look at Nottingham Forest's goal difference and think, here we go, here we go, we can get... We can get a couple of results. We can maybe, you know, draw with uh, draw with them. Then um, Forest go down, and then obviously with uh, with Leeds as well. But it has been a very it's been like a roller coaster. 
You know, there's been twists, there's been turns, it's been very, very strange. Very, very strange um, season for, for us. But um, I did say I did say at the start of the season that there would be a drop-off. Uh, how big the drop-off, I didn't expect it to be as, as, as it has been. But what I did actually say as well, you are allowed one bad season and then see what actually happens in, you know, the, the summer and obviously, you know, August, September. Mm. Klopp has made big mistakes. He has made a lot of mistakes this this season. Um, too stubborn with his tactics, although we have obviously changed to sort of, well, it looks like a, it's almost a hybrid. It's like a 3-4-1-2 almost that, that we seem to be playing at this moment in time. Mm. Um so he has he has managed to he has managed to change it up. Our away record has not been great, but it is getting a lot lot you know a lot lot better. But I am going into this game with a little little bit of weariness because we haven't actually beaten you at the King Power since 2019. Oh, well, there you go. Then now that's bound you're bound to beat us, aren't you? <laughs> this season, and there's some interesting games for both of us. I mean. Mm-hmm. Newcastle on Saturday, which is the early kickoff. It's uh, well, you we we want Newcastle to win. I'm sure you want Leeds to win. That is one we will be following very closely. Um, I'm out. I'm I'm doing a, a Ranieri. I'm going out while that one's on, so I can't worry <laughs> about it. Um, Villa Tottenham will affect you, Doug, more than us. Uh, Chelsea Nottingham Forest. Come on, Frank. We need to. Palace Bournemouth, who really gives a damn? Um, no disrespect to either team. It's just not going to affect either of us. Uh, both of them are safe. Man United Wolves uh, will affect you. Obviously, yeah. Wolves are safe as well. Southampton, Fulham. If Southampton lose, Craig, it's bye-bye mm. Saints. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree with Doug. I think Saints have gone now. I, th- they can't catch three teams. I, I, I can't see them catching three teams. That's like everybody else has just not got to pick up any points and they've suddenly got to win three on the bounce. Yeah. It, it's not happening. I think that was their chance. You know, they did brilliantly to get back in the game against mm. Forest. Um, but then sadly couldn't hang on. That that point would have not only would it have given them an extra point, obviously, but it would have taken two away from Forest and it, it would have kept another club within reach. So I think it's it's a step too far for Southampton now. Yeah, I think also the the fact I think the the thing is as well the results from Monday with obviously Everton winning five one mm. Brighton, which was absolutely mad. Mm. I never even saw that coming. I mean, Brighton conceding five goals is, is a rarity in mm. itself, but Everton scoring five is a big big rarity in itself. Mm. I think it's only the the, the the second time I think about ten years that they scored five goals, mm. especially away from home um, as well. But yeah, that Forest Southampton game. That was a topsy turvy game because I never mm. saw four three coming. I I, I mm. thought maybe like Forest maybe maybe get like two one three one or mm. or something like that. But I just think the results on Monday have kind of made a big big change of it. Look, Everton might get beat by Manchester City and they they'll be right back in it and as well. It mm. all depends on Monday. It all depends on Monday Monday's game. I think. Mm. Um, I mean, look, Chelsea, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest have one win away. From home all season, and that was that was against Southampton. So that kind of puts things. Into the Nottingham Forest is they they've they've shown bottling some of their games. 
you know, they've beaten you. I'm sorry to keep mentioning that, but they've 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 been getting results like that. We 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 just haven't. Mm. And when you look, the thing with that Everton game is, and I said it earlier, and I'll say it again, they wanted that. They were fighting for their manager. Our, yeah. our guys almost like the thing like, well, we're, we're, we're going to stay up. We're too good to go down. And if we do it, when you've got um, your top players, be that Madison, Barnes, uh, and well, we know Tielemans is leaving or probably leaving. There's another five that are out of contract. What the fuck are they going to play for? They're just going to mm-hmm. say, well, I don't care if we go, whether we stay up or go down. There's no, I mean, I've put there, Craig, Leicester mm-hmm. playing for pride. Do they have any left? I cannot mm. name one player from Fulham game that showed any pride in wearing that blue shirt at all. I don't think they've got any pride left. I think they are a disgrace to the club at the moment. Well, it's uh, you know, you know me, Chris. I'd love to argue against you. I've, I've spent all season doing it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's hard to, isn't it? Uh, as I say, going back to that point before, it's it's a minimum. You know, you can take take away all the talent, but it's a minimum that you put yourself about that you give a hundred percent. You know, I I watch games, and, and I'm thinking again. You hark back to when you played that there's no way I'd stay on the pitch because I'm I'm getting I'm getting at least a couple of yellows, if not a red. You know, because yeah. you should have that pride in your performance. And if your team are not doing it, then you'd be hearing around clattering into people. You know, showing that bit of pride. And I think the team that he needs to put out, I think we're in a situation now where the people on the pitch need to have more character than talent. Mm. I, I don't think that's what Everton had. Yeah. Everton Everton played like we did when we won the league. They just kept it tight through the middle of the pitch, tight at the back and played on the break. And when they went, they went with three, four, five players at a time. That's what we should have been doing. And and I would say that the team I picked for that Fulham game would have given them a much better te- uh, game than the team that he put out. Because we'd talked about it. We talked about how open we were through the middle of the pitch. And he played exactly the same middle lot. And again, Samari got caught on the ball and there's no cover. I, I, don't, I, I don't understand people who make a career in football management not seeing the basics and then doing something about it. I, I'm just yeah. astonished, to be honest. I mean, we're going to obviously look at your team this week. It's a very mm. interesting team uh, that, that you've chosen. And again, I'd like to disagree with a lot of what you've said, and I can't. <laughs> As I said to Brad the other day, we've, both me and Brad and myself and you and Craig, we're like, you know, women work together and the periods all sink. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the same. Um, to me, Doug, look, Let's have a look at two clubs and compare them. Manchester City and Leicester City. A tale of two cities, if you like. See what I did there? Mm. Tale of two cities. Oh, no, no, God. Uh, I'm working to the wrong audience there, aren't I? Manchester City, 2 0 up against, who was it? Was it uh, Leeds? Or Leeds, Leeds, wasn't it? 2 0 up against. Yeah, Leeds, Leeds, yeah. Penalty came up, and. Um, Somebody was the guy was going for a, for a hat trick, and I can understand that. Pep Guardiola on the side going absolutely apoplectic. He didn't want him to take the penalty, and he wanted De Bruyne to take the penalty because he's obviously the number one penalty taker. And he was absolutely mad. Proven right two minutes later, when obviously Leeds got one back too little, too late. But 
you could you could see where he was coming from. Look at Leicester. Mr. Mr. I haven't got a hair out of place. I'm going to smile in case the camera's on my face. Madison picks the ball up to take, and then he can have the glory of saying, I've saved Leicester City, and mm. puts the worst penalty that I've seen since Jan Kermagant, and I'd put it equal with Jan Kermagant's penalty. Um, and Dean Smith comes out and says, oh, we don't have a proper, we don't have a recognised penalty taker. Bollocks. So you got, to me, that sums the two clubs up. Yeah, 100%. And as well, like, I remember when you had Vardy taking the, the pens, the penalty kicks. Mm. Um, it just seems to be sort of changing. I mean, we've got, we've got Mo Salah taking our penalties at the moment. Yes, he's missed a couple, but, you know, he, he, he scores his fair share um, uh, as well. Man City were very, very lucky to beat. Um, Man City were very, very lucky to beat. Um, Leeds of the weekend. I thought Leeds played very, very well um, as well. But I just look at Leicester at the moment and whenever you seem to sort of go 1-0 behind, there's a sort of a tendency to then go sort of 2-0, 3-0. Whenever. Um, I mean, that... It's all the time, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I think the one game, if, if if we're looking back on this season, and if you are to obviously go down, it is that Everton game. That Everton game, you had to win, in my yeah. opinion. You had to win, uh, and you didn't. And look, Matt, that was a t- that was like again, that was a that was a tale of the the two penalty kicks as well. Um, and look, I think as well when you look at it, Vardy hasn't got his legs anymore. Let's just say that he hasn't got he hasn't got the pace anymore. I think that's a, a that's a given. But I look at I just I just look at Leicester at the moment, and you know defensively, like Brendan and Siunchu, who has been completely frozen out by Brendan Rogers. Um, I wasn't going to call. Yeah, I, I I was waiting until you were about to say that. I was waiting for you to to, to, to basically interject me and then say, um, <laughs> "What's on camera?" I will th- never interject you on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was he was basically um, he was basically frozen out by uh, by Brendan Rodgers. And look and look what it's left him now. He's away to um, he's away to uh, Atletico Madrid, all because of what happened and. I just look at this team and I very doubt myself in in saying this, but has anybody actually improved on the Brendan Rodgers? Well, this is what Bellum has just asked here. Uh, Well, improved, but he's also said, uh, has Dean Smith the correct man? Has he improved Leicester at all? Um, Craig, I mean, he was pretty much given a poison chalice, wasn't he? And is he the correct man or not? I, well, we won't know. We won't know till the end of the season. But could have been worse. We could have had Jesse Marsh. Well, you say that he might have been brilliant. We never know. <laughs> you know, this is this is unlikely, isn't it? Let's be honest. Can I just? Say, I tell you what. I tell you what. They would have. They would have worked Sorry, Craig. Uh, West Ham were one nil down. They've just come back and won the first leg of the semi final two one. Oh, brilliant! Mentioned. Come on, that, West Ham. Look at how their season was going, and look at it now. Should we have stuck with yeah. Rogers, Craig? Yeah, that's it. That that's the mistake we made. We got rid of Rogers too soon, didn't we? Clearly, 
That was it. <laughs> well, you would, if, if, if you, to be fair, if you had got Jesse Marsh, you would have been marching on. Yeah. Sh- shall I just leave the room and leave you two to, to have a pun off? I suppose, really, he would have been better off going to Saints because they're the ones that always go marching in, aren't they? Mm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot what my question was to you now. Is it what are we all doing here? Probably, probably. Um, no, you, yeah, you said, you know, would we be better under Jesse March? Uh, to be yeah. honest, we would have run more and we would have worked harder under Jesse March. We might still not have got the the results, but he would not allow his team to lay down. Uh, if if we'd have got beaten by five at Fulham or in conceded five at, at Fulham, it's because we would have been at the other end trying to score five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, but but rather than just laying down with a whimper, I don't think. You know, for me, even if these guys keep us up now, I, I'm of I'm of that opinion where it needs a refresh, it needs a reset, it needs some fresh thinking to come in. Someone who's got some different ideas rather than just someone. It, it, I think in the first couple of games you saw a little bit of a bounce. We got, I think we yeah. for the first time, I think we went three unbeaten, which was. Amazing for us this season, mm. but then he's not playing much different of a team, other than Soyuncu coming in and Vardy. He's not playing much different to the way that Brendan was. It's the same players in there, you know. He's making the same mistakes and not changing things. So I'm a little bit disappointed, to be honest. That you'd have thought with John Terry being there as well, you'd have thought right. The first thing you're going to do is shut up shop stay in games and then hope that your quality is going to allow you to make one or two chances to take it. Yeah. We would have been, you know, we talked about this, uh, um, uh, Chris, and I know you mocked me a few times by saying a draw's no good. Is it a draw's no good? If we'd have had another five draws, we wouldn't. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Having these conversations, you know. You have to stay in games. When you're not playing well, you stay in a game, you take the point and you move on to the next one. You don't capitulate like we've done. Would you take a point on Monday night? Yes, bloody would, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but would it be Because enough? I think, I think no, it, no, in its own, it won't be enough, but it will keep the season alive. Yeah. I don't think three yeah. points beating West Ham, I think it will be over by then. Yeah. I, I don't think, if, if, unless we get at least a point in these next two games, 
the season's over but by the time we get to West Ham. Yes, yeah. I just want to stick with Craig, sorry, Doug, for a couple of a couple of questions. Something I mentioned the other day to, to Brad Craig, uh, I like a good conspiracy theory. Um, and Jamie Vardy, I'm going to be honest with you, I think he's played better under Dean Smith. He's been picked under Dean Smith, A, because we haven't got Nacho. Uh, but I think at least he has looked like the old Jamie Vardy. He's getting a bit of service now. Mm-hmm. But... Being good friends with James Madison, do you think he said, don't worry, mate, I'll miss the penalty so you don't look so bad? I think that's pushing conspiracy theories <laughs> right <laughs> as far as they could possibly go, <laughs> to, to be honest, Chris. I've got a sneaky feeling for that. I'll tell no. you what, you know, the, the, penalty, I watched, the penalty that Madison took and scored against Fulham was in virtually identically the same place as Vardy's. The keeper just dived the other way. That's the only difference between those two penalties. And half the time, that's the difference between... Unless you're pinging it in a top corner, you just hope that the keeper goes the wrong way. I've got to say, as much as I've criticised the prima donna uh, over the last few weeks, the fact that he had the balls to go up and take that second penalty... I've got, I'll, you know, I'll give, got to give him credit for that. You know, uh, after everything that had gone I'd on, have liked to have seen, I'd have liked to have seen the wider camera shot because I bet when we got given that penalty, everyone else turned away, <laughs> just <laughs> avoided eye contact with anyone who had the ball. It was like, Possibly. nah, not Possibly. for me. But look, the last thing, and there was, oh, sorry, Doug, please do bear with me. I do apologise. Um, Don't apologise. But and, and and I'll ask for your opinion on this after Craig as well. You said then, Craig, very good point. Whatever happens, wherever we are next season, we need a reset. Mm. And I don't think I did a show last night with Dave, um, and we look back at the 2007-2008 season, which you may remember was the season when the trap door opened and we went down to the third tier for the one and only time in our history. And there's a lot of similarities. It had been coming all season. It wasn't a surprise. And I've I've often said that the best thing that happened to us that season was going down. Mm-hmm. Because had we stayed up, we'd have papered over the cracks. I'm not saying that Ian Holloway wouldn't have done any good for us because he went on and got Blackpool promoted. But we went down. We had the change. Pearson came in. He didn't, you know, he cleared the decks of a lot of players. Um in some ways, obviously, I want to stay up, but is it going to be that awful if we do go down? I think, I think the only the fear that you have with going down is that you don't get straight back up, yeah. or you know, you you get sucked into it. You, you know, I think you've got two seasons to get up, to be honest, mm. um, and then it becomes a struggle because you lose your parachute payments. I know you get three years, but they tail off. Your best players have gone. You're not as attractive um, to to players to bring them in anymore. You're becoming a middling one, and then it's and then it can take four, five, six, seven. You know, we've seen other teams. You know, we we did it. You know, Derby are down there now. Ipswich have been stuck down there for quite a while and have managed to finally get back. Mm. So I think that's the only. I think if you said to most fans, you can either stay up and have another season of struggle or we'll go down and I guarantee that you'll come back up next season. Most fans will say, I'll take that. 
I'll take going and seeing my team win every week. Mm. I'll take a bit of glory, you know, because at the end of it, if we start, if we get relegated and we start well next season, this season will be forgotten. Yeah, fans just love watching their team win. League week One was amazing. Up. Ninety-eight points yeah. we ended up with that season, you know, and we yeah. lost four games all season. Um, we need to get that. I think what we've lost, the club has lost its identity. Yeah, it had the identity under Pearson, Martin O'Neill. Pearson took it on, culminating in that fantastic season, and then since then, we've lost our identity of what Leicester is. Leicester yeah. were, and we still play the song at the start of the game, underdog by Kasabian. That's what we were. And we were we were every other fan's favourite team yeah, because we were fighting against it. But it was built on grit and determination, not prima donnas. And I think we that's the reset we need. We need to get back to the Foxes never quit. Um, yeah, and, and certainly not fearless because oh, I say the more gutless and fearless at the moment. Yeah. Doug, if we go down, we're not going to do a Burnley and come straight back up. Um, I, I guarantee you that, or even a, a Norwich and you know, and a Watford. But if you know, if you go down, like like Kirk Craig said, then it does give you a chance to, to, to come back. And if you come straight back up, that you can come back and facility sounds too early, can't you? And if it does take a couple of seasons, rebuild the club, get it back to where we were, get the identity back, and then come back stronger. Yeah, we know we know from, uh, obviously, like, I think it's, it's very, very rare a club goes down and then completely dominates the league as, as, the, as they did it. Uh, as Burnley did, and like 101 points is absolutely, you know, amazing. But the mm. one thing we know, the Championship is one of the hardest leagues to get out of. It, it really, really is. And the weirdest thing as well. Hi, Renny. Hope you're well. Um, the one thing that that, that really um, surprised me is actually the three teams that went down. The three teams that went down are ex Premier League, Wigan, Blackpool, and Redden all were relegated in the in the Championship. And, Cardiff City could have been relegated if it wasn't for a you know a, a points deduction that obviously Reading mm. got. Um, it is one of the hardest leagues to get out of, but I don't see Leicester being that team to then go straight back down again. Like I, I can't. I think if Everton were to go down, and I think probably that would be a discussion point for a completely um, second thing, yeah. but. I look at the teams that are obviously coming up, and obviously you, you look at Plymouth are coming up. Fantastic for them to come back. Ipswich are back. You know, it, it's nice to see Ipswich coming back up. The, the next thing we need is probably Sheffield Wednesday to come up. Yes, I know, obviously, Sheffield United are coming back up, well, obviously Burnley, but, you know, Sheffield Wednesday back in the Championship would be would be very, very good. And then you've obviously got like the teams in the in the playoffs this this season: Luton Town, Middlesbrough, Coventry, and Sunderland. Like Sunderland haven't been in the Premier League since 2015-2016. Coventry haven't been in the worst nightmare for us to go down, Forest to stay up, and Coventry to come up. I know. <laughs> there for you, Craig. Uh, TM, you're my second favourite team. I'm sure that's everything to do with you, Craig. Um, it really is. But look, we've got a game on Monday. Uh, now I don't want to scare you, Craig, but let's start. Let's stick with 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 um, with Doug for this one. Um, yeah, you go. Not going in on bad form, are you? I mean, 
you struggled against Forest, and this is, I mean, I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing you haven't actually demolished any team. You know, you struggled against Forest uh, and only beat them 3-2, and they, they gave you a good run for your money. Uh, you beat West Ham by the odd goal, Tottenham by the odd goal, Fulham by the odd goal, Brentford by the <laughs> odd goal. So in, in a way, there's a little bit there for Leicester to look at and go, all right, I mean, I may be grasping at straws here, but, you know, looking at it, I think you will, hmm, you know, possibly. Yeah, yeah, no, look, it's, um, it's, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, those games, I mean, the West Ham game could have gone either way. West Ham started really, really well. And it was just a case of us, uh, you know, grinding out. And again, most of those games, we've grinded out those game, those results. Um, and as well as that, the, the Leeds result was completely coming. I think I think if you, you know, you concede five against Palace one week, you, you probably expect to you know, concede, you know, another, um, uh, well, obviously it was six then, but it, it, it's, quite, it's quite weird. Liverpool have scored... Six against Leeds, seven against Manchester United, and nine against Bournemouth this season. And you know those, apart from those sort of three games, like I don't think we played well in any game. To be honest with you, maybe maybe Manchester City at home, but that was obviously a, a one 0 win as well. But um, even still, I don't think we played well in any single game. Defensively, we're in absolute shambles. Um, we've been a shambles for most of the season as well. Like. Okay, Tran Alexander Arnold is now in a, a, a having a new lease of life in this sort of this midfield hybrid role, whatever you want to you know call it as well. Uh, Van Dyke has completely lost his pace um, as well. And uh, when when you when you look at when you look at Van Dyke as well, Kanate is our best defender um, this season by a complete mile. Um, Robertson and Simakas seem to be. Interchanging one plays one week and then the, the other the other plays uh, another week. Mm. It's really our two best players this season. Actually, I'll rephrase that. Our best player this season, hundred percent, has been our goalkeeper. Now, when you when you look at that, you think, right, this is really, really bad when your keeper is making so many many saves. But the the, the fact is, if it wasn't for Alison Becker. Liverpool would probably be about fifteenth or sixteenth, and mm. that's 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 the reality of it. Yes, Mo Salah's getting fantastic. You know, he's getting his goals um, as well. We're getting players back at the right time as well. Luis Diaz is coming back mm. um, as well, and the one least of life as well was Bacetic, who's obviously not going to be fit for that for this game. He's obviously out for the the rest of the season, but he came into that sort of midfield and. And look, our midfield's been completely neglected, and now we're getting you know linked with every Tom, Dick, and Harry to play our midfield because our midfield is completely aging. Um, I mean, there's players that are leaving, like Kate is going, Milner's going, uh, Ox is going, Firmino is going. So you know, th- th- there is going to be a bit of a, a sort of a rebuild, if you, if you want to say. Um, and look, the last game between the sides, you know, you scored all three goals. This is, you know, um, but again, I'm just, I'm just going way into there. I knew you'd go there. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, dude, the fact that you couldn't score, that we had to do it for you. I was say. Um, looking at ours there, um, Craig. I mean, five points out of fifteen. And just while 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 Doug was talking, I was just checking the five previous games. We got one out of fifteen. 
in the five mm-hmm. previous. I mean, did, did we lull ourselves into a false sense of, well, you know, <laughs> look at this, we're back sort of thing? Uh, I don't think so. I think we, we, I think we were all disappointed in the fact that we, we only got two points out of the Everton and Leeds and, and you would have been hoping for four points from that and at least a point at Fulham, you know, so you'd have been hoping for five points out of those three. Um, it's difficult to see, and, and, and you, you, you'll do the team and the predictions, but it's difficult to see where we've got a result coming from against Liverpool, against that form um, that you've got there, five in a row, albeit all one-goal victories. The only sort of glimmer of hope I can see for us is Klopp's insistent stubbornness in playing a high line. And I think that may give us an opportunity. You saw that, I mean, or was it half a boot, uh, boot's length by uh, Mbwema and and you'd have been pegged back in that game. Um, So it, it, it seems to be whatever's happened this season, Klopp refuses to drop his defence 10 yards and you're always yeah. pushing up. And I think if we can almost get back to an old style Leicester, not even look, if you get the ball, just put it over the top and hope that one of the three forwards can get on the end of it. And if you keep doing that, it also puts in the mind of the fullbacks. Hang on a minute. I can't go forward because all they're doing, mm. as soon as it breaks down, they're putting it in behind me. You know, it doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't need to look pretty and play out from the back. Get the ball, put it in behind a high line, and you will create chances. And that's the only glimmer of hope that I've got for this game. Looking at that, though, like you said, Doug, last time we played at uh, the KP, we beat you 1-0. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was Chowdhury had was the super. I mean, I remember was that the game. I think when he came off and Rogers was blowing so much smoke up his ass that we never saw him again. <laughs> Lookman scored, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, um, it was Lookman. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember that game. Um, Salah missed a penalty in that game as well. Yeah, he hit the bar. So, yeah. Yeah, he, he had he had he had the crossbar. So yeah, look, it was. Um, it was another deserved win for you guys that day. Uh, you, you you did deserve to win, and um, again, I think that was one of our sort of our um, sort of our defeats. That sort of was was I think you you were one of the reasons we didn't win the league because if we had beaten Leicester, we would have won the league. Um, <laughs> you knocked us out the Caribou Cup, so to you, <laughs> yeah, that's that that is very very true. And again, you were three one up in that game. No. Um, <laughs> but no, look, um, Leicester Liverpool. The, 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 usually, uh, the games between the sides are, you know, very very close between each other. Um, and I'm 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 expecting a very very tough tough game on uh, on on Monday. I'm going to um, get Doug to do a thing a little bit later, which is I want him to predict all the remaining fixtures and see who, from his prediction, stays up and who goes down. I mean, Brad did it with me the other night, and I thought I had to, I had to rein Brad in, otherwise I'd have had us qualifying for Europe. Um, because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to getting a neutral's perspective on it. Um, you're very much still playing, like you say, and I think if you achieve top four this season, Doug, that will be an amazing achievement. And I think it will be for Man United as well with the sort of rebuild that they've had on. 
But like you say, we've got Newcastle, we've got West Ham. I'm just watching them on the screen tonight. That fills me with dread. Uh, all I can hope is that if they have got through to the final, that maybe the mind will be on that. You've got Villa at home and, well, Southampton away. Southampton, yeah. the chances are Southampton will be down by then. Uh, and that could be a bit more of a difficult game because once a team is actually down, they play with yeah. a new freedom, don't they? Yeah, but then I'm like, and then I'm thinking that if we were to actually go goal crazy again, I'd be looking at potentially, you know, sending Southampton down with a big, big defeat. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, Southampton, Southampton away has always been a tricky ground to for us to to go to. But I just had a feeling this season. I think I think you you and I probably had Southampton in our bottom three, Chris. I think I think we we, we keep speaking to each other every constantly, and I think we kept saying to each other, Southampton, this is this is going to be the, the season that they, they sadly you know go down, unfortunately. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, obviously, I, I did have Bournemouth and Fulham in the the, the other two places. So obviously, that that's completely completely wrong. I know you did you have Leeds? I think you may have had Leeds. I had so. Leeds in yes, I had Southampton, Leeds. And I think Bournemouth, but in my defence with Bournemouth, that was based on the cardigan. I I realised that my predictions were totally and utterly buggered when they got rid of Scott Parker. (laughs) So that was my three to go down. So I could still possibly, as Meatloaf once so beautifully put it, two out of three ain't bad. But look, let's have a look at some score predictions. I am... I'm going to bring the, the thing up here, and please nobody think bad of me. Uh, I still love my team, and obviously I do want them to stay up, but my prediction is just how I think things are going at the moment. Um, Jerry Taggart isn't there. He's only just messaged me through. I always say that, like, Jerry Taggart's just messaged me during the show. <laughs> uh, but I do believe he's actually been out on the piss with his prediction. So <laughs> that's why he's been late uh, getting back to me. But look, here we go. Brad has gone for a 2-2 draw. I have <laughs> gone for a 7-1 um, to Liverpool. Because I what? just think, yeah, <laughs> I just think when you look, if Fulham can put five past us, and that 5-3 was not a 5-3. You cannot look at that mm. game. and get, If anybody came in afterwards and you looked at the stats, it made it look like a very tight game. You look at the score, it looked yeah. like a very tight game. But it wasn't. We were played off the pitch by... A Fulham side without their two best players. Now, mm-hmm. you know, if Liverpool, depending on which Liverpool turn up, but if the good Liverpool turn up, get a couple, we, we could be on the end of it and we could see our only advantage, which is our goal difference, going out the window. Craig there has gone, well, he's, like, he's not gone quite as bad as me. He's gone 3 1. Agreeing with Ian Marshall, 3 1. Uh, Ian Wilson's gone 2 0. Steve Linux has gone. Uh, I think Ian Wilson has just decided that oh, I don't care. I'm going to support Leicester now. Steve Linux has gone three 0 which is a bit of a hope because um, mm. it he do, does sometimes do the reverse psychology. Steve Walsh has gone two one to Leicester so and after I've extra put, time. Yeah, there's an asterisk next to him because that is his second. Choice prediction. <laughs> he gave me his. He gave me his proper position. Said, "Oh, please don't use that one. I better go two one to Leicester." So that is why the two one is up. 
Uh, Jerry Taggart, who's just coming to me now, uh, has gone 2-1 to Leicester as well. So that's what I say. I think he's been out on the pitch. Uh, Craig, first of all, you've gone 3-1 to, to Liverpool. Uh, I know that's your head rather than your heart. And let's be honest with you, with me as well. My, my heart says 9-0 Leicester, but it ain't going to happen. I think your heart's a bit more uh, bigger than mine. Jeez, if you're in nine now, <laughs> even I wouldn't push it that far. <laughs> uh, you know, I, would, I would happily take a one nil right now. Um, to be fair, I'd, as I said earlier, I'd take a I'd take a one one. Um, I just can't see us keeping Liverpool out. As I say, the glimmer of hope we've got is that we can get back to basics and and, and just play in behind your high line. Mm. Um, Vardy does look a little bit more like his old self. Um, he mm. is pushing on me. I know what will happen. It'll probably be a really tight game. Vardy will score in the 88th minute. We'll go mental and it'll get pulled back from VAR and he's offside. Um, well, I thought you were going to say he will go 1-0 up. Then there'll be 10 minutes of injury time and uh, we'll lose 3-1. Uh, <laughs> probably. But I... I I just can't see us keeping you guys. I mean, Diaz coming back is is huge for you guys. I think he's a, he's a real talent. Jota always scores against us, so you know you might as well just start. We might as well start the game one nil and you leave him on the bench. Um, I, I just <laughs> we can't. go one nil down anyway, Craig. Don't we? I know, I know. I think have we have we gone behind in nineteen games? I think some some no, stupid this season. Almost a record. Another record. Yeah. Not you. So, I, yeah, as much as I would love to, you know, and usually I'm in a, I can't go against my team. I just, I just think it's foolish thinking that we might win. Can I just say that the bottom of the uh, prediction league this season with the X Foxes is Steve Walsh. <laughs> That's all I would yeah. say. And second from bottom is the gentleman in the middle there. Now, Craig, I mean, you think I was joking. I actually said that, didn't I? Or was it that what I said on your show the other night? Uh, or was it 10-0 I said just in jest? But I actually did pop on towards the end of your show and I saw what prediction you'd gone for, Doug, and I'm I'm hurt. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've got to say, it, it, it got me right there. It really did. Talk about yeah. a man when he's down. Yeah, no, I think... Um... I just think the way you defended against Fulham, I just think if you give us way too much space, like I think the one person to watch in this game is not obviously um, Salah or anyone like else. Gakpo is the one to watch out for. Mm-hmm. He has had a new lease of life in this false nine position. He's been fabulous. He's been absolutely fabulous. I think he's got six goals um, this season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, he just has a bit of a turn of pace, and you know, if, you know, if, if he's running at your 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 back line. Um, it could be very, very interesting. Iverson is, I, I mean, it's an interest. It's an interesting one. I, I thought Iverson should have done a lot better for the first goal, the first goal, the um, mm. the first goal yeah. for the, uh, the the Fulham game. But um, he has actually had some good games. He has actually had mm. some good games this season, Iverson, and, and as well. Uh, yes, Luke, I know that uh, that is the that is the possibility. Uh, yeah, Southampton will be gone if they lose to Fulham anyway. But um, so, so what, did you say? what is your prediction? Oh, we, we've say, been skirting you? around it. Yeah. <laughs> four, 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 one Liverpool. Yeah, that's what I've got. Right. Four, okay. one cool. Liverpool. 
uh, which is fair enough, to be honest with you, <laughs> says the person that's gone 7-1 Liverpool, you know. <laughs> um, welcome to a few people, Mr B there, Zane. Um, I'm nervous for this game because though we've yep. been winning, we haven't been playing great. Oh, a little bit of a grain of, of hope there. Uh, Firmino will score two. Um I'm surprised because I thought it would be Steve Lynette's bottom judge <laughs> what he predicts. No, no. In fact, in fairness to Steve Lynette, at least he does go for honesty. Steve Walsh, bless him. Mr. Lester, through and through, has always predicted us to uh, <laughs> to win. And, of course, we haven't been this season. Uh, 4-1, he said. Rich is in. Good evening, Rich. How are you? Hello, Rich. And, and Rene is back in as well. Um, okay, so, look, let's have a bit of fun. Um, we'll, we'll run through it very, very quickly. Uh, but like I say, I did do this with with Brad the other night, um, and then we've got uh, we've got Craig's quiz to come. That'd be interesting for uh, for Doug to sit in the background and see uh, if he knows the answer to this as well. But this was what uh, Brad came up with, and like I say, I did have to rein him in here. But he has got Southampton bottom on twenty five, Leeds on thirty one in nineteenth. Forest in 33 in 18th, and Leicester with 34 in 17th. Uh, and then Everton, 36. And then after that, like I said, the others are safe anyway. So um, what we're going to do, um, say have a little bit of fun. Let me just bring it up here. And all you got to do, Doug, is just go um, home win, draw, or away win. I, think, I don't know if we've done this with you before. Um, no, I don't think you have. No, I, I, I don't think I was on the, uh, the 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 show that you all predicted the results or something. So that, that um, said, we did that, but there was about ten games to go, and it took us about a week and a half to finish it off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but just basically, just read out as we go through them what you think the results will be, and I want you to go with your head, not with your heart, uh, or not what you think will happen. Sort of for Liverpool, etc. But and we'll just yeah. see where where you where you get everybody finishing. So let's start with Arsenal, Brighton, home one. Villa, Tottenham, home one. Oh, Brentford, West Ham, uh, home one. Uh, Chelsea, Forest, draw. You bastard. <laughs> First chance you've got there. Yeah. Alice Portman's. Uh draw. Everton Man City. To be honest, part of me is wanting the Ev to actually get something off City, but it ain't happening, Man City. Man City. Uh, I thought for a minute there you had me worried. Uh, Leeds, Newcastle. Away one. Oh, Leicester, Liverpool. Now, what are yeah. we going to do with this one? Are we going to go for a Liverpool win, Craig? Should we let him go for well, a Liverpool I mean, it, win? It's Doug's prediction, so, uh, and he's put 4-0, so. Yeah, away, away one. one. Away win. I was hoping to change his mind. Uh, Man United, Wolves. <laughs> Draw. Sure. Southampton, Fulham. Fulham. Away one. Uh, Bournemouth, Man United. Bournemouth. <laughs> Brighton, Southampton. 
Brighton. Ooh. I'm not so sure now, you know. Uh, Fulham Palace. Ooh. I think Palace are on the beach. I'll go Fulham. Liverpool Villa. I think that's our hardest game left, that Villa game. Uh, I will go for us to just sneak that one home win. City Chelsea. I mean, how many do you want City to get against Chelsea? I think City have scored four or more against Chelsea in the last three games that they had. Man City win. Uh, Newcastle Leicester. Do you know what? I'm going to go away one. Really? I'm going to go against the grind and I'm going to go away one. I I think that game, I think that could really hurt our goal difference. I've just got a feeling. The way the crowd get behind Newcastle, I think that's their last home game of the season. Yeah. I, I think I think the way our defence has been, I think they could put a hat full past us. Anyway, moving on to more cheerful news. Let's <laughs> piss on our party. He's just giving us a win here, three points, you know. That said, Newcastle do look beatable sometimes. I know everybody's you know, everybody's saying like, well, Arsenal beat them away from, you know, at, at their place, but let's face it, we're no Arsenal, are we? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Forest Ar- talking of Arsenal, Forest Arsenal. If this was the FA Cup, it would be Nottingham Forest. Because Nottingham Forest have Arsenal's number in the in the FA Cup, but it's the Premier League. Arsenal. Arsenal. Uh, Tottenham Brentford. Brentford. Well, yeah, good job, TM. Oh. West Ham Leeds. Oh, jeez. Um. I have a really horrible feeling that that could be the game that probably sees Leeds go uh, for Carl's sake. Your draw. Best Your best man. Yeah, my best man. Draw. I'm going to go draw. Uh, Wolves-Everton. Wolves. Wolves. Arsenal-Wolves. Wolves are going to be busy that day. <laughs> Arsenal-Wolves. <laughs> Uh, Arsenal Villa Brighton Villa Brentford Man City <sighs> Much as I want to say that Brentford will beat Man City I think that's got City City win Chelsea Newcastle Newcastle Palace Forest Palace it is Forrester who end us away from home, aren't they? Um, mm-hmm. Everton, Bournemouth. Everton. Mm. Leeds, Tottenham. Leeds. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Leicester, West Ham. Leicester. Seriously again? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like I like Doug. I've always liked you, mate. I've said that, haven't I? Um, you know, it's Fulham. <laughs> um, do you know what? I think United will win, but that will not be easy. Man United. Man United. Southampton, Liverpool. Gosh, surely got to be Liverpool. Away win. 
Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, Brighton. I think this. I think there's cracks starting to show. I'm going to go away one. This actually is being played a week today. This game. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they were to lose that game, I think the pressure would be massively, massively on them. Um, I think the thing is Liverpool can only get seventy-one points. So even if Newcastle were to get seventy-one points, you would probably assume that they would probably be, you know. Um, Getting Champions League football, but yeah, yeah I, I've got a feeling Brighton might win that. I'm going to go away win. Away win. Uh, Brighton, Man City. I'm going Brighton. No, seriously? Yeah. Wow. I actually have a feeling Brighton might actually beat Manchester City. I know they thought... lost 5 1. Yeah. I know they lost 5 1 against Everton, but stranger things have happened. That is not an easy game for City. Not I can't an easy game this... at all. I can't see the screen because I'm on another screen, but has Craig fallen off his chair yet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I could see that. I mean, Man City, are, that, that's a game of two teams who want to keep possession. It's not like Man City are going to hit Brighton on the break. So I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, Man United, oh, the play Man United, Chelsea. You can both of them lose. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, if only, if only. Eric, 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 seven hang against Frank Fat Lampard. Um, <laughs> draw, draw. United got a terrible record against Chelsea. Well, we're about to find out where everybody okay. finishes, and we'll do that right after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all podcast platforms. Something is coming. Something big. Oh, nothing like building up the tension, is there? Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, so we're going to start at the top. And then we'll go down one place at a time. Uh, so who do who's going to win the Premier League trophy, according to Doug? Manchester City. Oh, one point. One point. One point, one point from Arsenal. Can you see that on your screens, by the way? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I can't. I say I'm on a different screen, so I can't see what you're seeing. So Man City, Arsenal, uh, by one point. Oh. I can I can imagine I can see them having to uh, to open the flood barriers or close the flood barriers already with all the Arsenal fans tears. Better <laughs> 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 oh, out um, in third place, Liverpool, but quite a way behind Ooh. there, Doug. Quite a way behind. Yeah, we can only we can only get seventy one points. We can only yeah. get seventy one points. You must so. have literally gone for a win for all of your games. Um, yeah, must have done. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fourth, Newcastle with 71. So those are the champions. United on 68 in fifth. 
I think I think the pressure's getting to Manchester United. I, I really do. Yeah. Brighton a creditable sixth, and I think that would give them the conference, would it? With sixty four. Yeah. I go them uh, Europa League that. Yeah, you are, yeah, seventh is conference. Okay, seventh is Villa. And I've got to say, well done to Villa. When you look where they were this yeah. season, what a turnaround. Uh, and it shows making the right decision at the right time and getting the right guy. And, you know, well, well done to them all. Well, well, sorry, well done to Villa. They really, you know, they deserve it, to be honest with you. It'd be nice to see them back in Europe. Tottenham only in eighth. Does that give them Europe at all, eights? Don't think so. Yeah. Don't think so, no. Point ahead of Brentford in ninth on 50. Craig? Fulham in 10th yeah. on 54. Yeah. Alice in 11th on 44. <laughs> Chelsea in 12th on 44. Ooh. Ooh. Wolves in 13th on 44. <laughs> um, oh, Bournemouth on 43 in 14th. Oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. Uh-oh. In 15th, West Ham with 38. So they oh, were the team, I think we'll all will agree. Yeah, we we're pretty much, um, I think that's Leicester. Yeah, yeah, I think I it is that Leicester. Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think you, you, I think you've relegated us. Uh, Leicester. No, no I haven't. Oof. Leicester Ooh, Leicester gave us two wins there, which gave us. I did, yeah. Everton seventeenth, Leeds, Forest, and Southampton in twenty fourth. So well, we love you, Doug. Craig, <laughs> <laughs> I got your message. Appreciate you got to go very very quickly. Uh, if you know the answer to this, Doug, keep it to yourself. It's a bit of a competition me and Craig are having, but it's basically a foot in both camps. I'm going to show you the, the, the players' teams of where he's been throughout his career, and um, Craig has to try and guess him. I currently am leading five points to two and a half. Don't ask how yeah, we got I'm, I'm shocking at this, Doug. <laughs> uh, if, if you have a piece of paper and a pen, feel free to write it down and hold it up. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get. I'll, get, I'll give a wee go. I'll give a wee go. Uh, here we go. Um, there we oh go. Jesus. Oh my god. So he's been around. Started at Barnsley, Darlington, Chelsea, Coventry, Liverpool, Blackburn Rovers, Southampton. Now, Doug, don't shout it out. Like I say, until we know if Craig can get this. Um, a few loans at Southampton, Leicester, Crawley, Atherston, Hendon, Stamford, Harrowborough, Clocktown, Darlington, Railway Athletic, and Rainworth Miners Welfare. Never heard of them, Jesus. Mm. They want one, one has sprung to mind now, and now it's blocking me thinking of anyone else. Um, Can I just say that if you want to win this league by the end of the season, you have to get this and the next two right. This is more important than whether Leicester stay up or not. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the camera? I think I've got uh, comments turned off, so I don't think you'd be able to if anybody. Yeah, no, I can't say anything. Um. 
Um, yeah, I, I, what, I think as soon as this, well, as soon as, as soon as this guy's name came in my head, it, I just can't think anywhere else now. So I'm just going to end up going with it. I think, um, David Speedy. You're going for David Speedy. Had you got any thoughts there, Doug? I had Mike Newell. Ah, that's I a think very he played for Everton. We sold him to Everton, I think, Mike Newell. So you're going for David Speedy? I am. Well, all I say is next week I'm going to have to make it harder, aren't I? Because it was. <laughs> oh, David well done. Speedy. Well done. Well done, Craig. Well done. So five so I needed Five plays to oh, get the next two right, and you beat me back. I shouldn't give you that bloody half, should I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly, this is what you said about your team. Um, did, yeah. You said um, we need to block up the middle. Well, so we have to block up the middle, keep tight at the back, and just play on the break like Everton did against Blackburn. And yeah. this is the team that you have gone for. Uh, yeah, I have. I've just. I, 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 KDH hasn't played great this season, but I just think with Mendy and KDH, you just need two people who are not going to think particularly offensively and are just going to be happy to to sit in and try and break up the play and win the ball. Yeah. And, and again, I haven't been Tete's biggest fan, but I just think if you've got Barnes, Tete and Vardy, you can play in and try and exploit the space in behind Liverpool's fullbacks. Yeah. So I think we just keep it tight, try and win it, block the middle, and then just try and play on the break. And I think that team has more chance. You know, don't really ask the front four to come back and do anything. No. Just stay there and 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 test Liverpool's resolves resolve about pushing players forward. Yeah. You know. Yes. I, and very quickly, I don't know what Mendy's done wrong, but he's not been liked, has he? No, and he's he's in that position. He's he's been the best player this season for me. You know, he keeps the ball, he wins the ball, and he keeps it neat and tidy. Rarely wastes a pass, and when he sees an opportunity, he'll he'll go forward with it. And uh, I I don't know what he's done wrong to be honest. But again, we just seem to have managers who pick players that everyone else can see shouldn't shouldn't be in the team. But yeah, as I say, you know, I've I've dropped Tielemans. Yeah. Um, I, I, we just need people who can get around the pitch and cover some ground. I think we we can't afford luxury players in I this game. I said earlier, didn't I, that we are beginning to merge and agree too much. And I have to say, one hundred and fifty percent. If he's fit, and I think he is, Ricardo has got to come back in for Castagna. Apparently, Arsenal are looking at Castagna. I'm at the point of saying, please come and take him because I am fed up with watching uh, the opposition come down their left-hand side and he's got his bum buddies up with phase he seems to can't sort of separate from him he's not a center back he's a right back and the number of times you know the attacking left mid-sided player for the opposition comes down and gets a cross in is scary i, I really like castagna but castagna i think yeah i think he's He's a decent player. I, I mean, I, I toyed about putting him in on the left and he's good going forward. It's just too easy to get in behind him. And I think you've got players who play little one-twos and you're, you're just getting behind him too easy, I think. And and he's, he, he hasn't got that recovery pace that I, I think uh, Ricardo's got. Yeah, I, 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 at the moment, he, 
I don't know what it is with him, but he's 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 completely lost it for me. And like I say, he's got, he keeps getting drawn. Why? I can say he's a right back. What is he doing? Trying to say, bumming to put it bluntly, <laughs> without phase in, in the box. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be bum anybody, I suppose that's the place. But you know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> get back where you should be and mark those players that are coming down that side. Look over your shoulder. But there we go. Craig, appreciate you got to go. Really do appreciate you coming in. At Craig Bird is where you can be found. Um, you will be there Monday night. I will indeed. I will indeed. Watching it like this, no doubt. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, well, I, if you can yeah, get a yeah. signal at all, we'll have to try and get you on to the watch along yeah. just to comment uh, maybe at half time <laughs> or whatever. It would be good. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yeah the cry along, I think it might be. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down. I like that. I'm gonna pinch that quite <laughs> along. Okay, mate. All the best. I'll let you go. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Cheers, thanks, mate. Doug. Cheers, everyone. Bye bye. Cheers, Craig. See you later. Um, See you later. Oops, let me do oh. that. There we go. Uh Doug, thank you so much for coming in. Uh I think you're gonna be the happier of the two of us on come Monday night. Um <laughs> I, I, I will be watching it like you said, like that, like that. You know, but I'm scared. I'm kind of, I'm kind of just resigned to be honest with you. I think because it's been coming all season. You know, it's not like we've suddenly yeah. just dropped out of nowhere. And you know, if they if the players cannot turn up against Fulham, then and I'm not no disrespect to Fulham because all again they've had a great season and well done to them for where they are. Um, I just think against Liverpool, I know I've gone 7-1, but it, it could be that embarrassing. Um, I, I, and that's our goal difference gone if you do that to us. I think all you want is really a performance, really, isn't it? Um, just something to sort of give the crowd a bit of a, like a lift. Like, um, you know, these are the kind of games you really want to get up for and as well. And you know, especially like look, the King Power hasn't been our you know our, our happy hunting ground recently. Yeah. So, um, I think Leicester will look at that and think, yeah, look, this is this is Liverpool side. This is very very good form. Yes, I know they've been sort of scraping results as well, but this is a sort of a chance to sort of get a scalp. Mm. It is, but when you look, I mean, we didn't expect anything against Manchester City. Wolves, no. uh, Leeds. Um... Everton and Fulham were the winnable games for us, but out yeah. of four, so out of a possible, um, um, what was it, um, 12 points, we got five, which probably is yeah. not, it's relegation form, and that's the, the scary thing. Uh, look, Doug, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's coming on, it's on your channel as well. Uh, everybody, make sure you go and give Doug. I know he's Scottish, but he's nice. We like him. Uh, so go over and give him a a, a, a subscribe and uh, smash the likes if you're watching on his channel. Uh, but just give it a shout out, mate. Yeah, and thanks to everyone who's obviously watched over on my channel and obviously on Chris's channel. And uh, yeah, we'll do it all again on uh, on Monday evening. Yeah, maybe this will be the last time we will do this for at least twelve months. 
Oh no! If you if you if you go down, you 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 know you know where I am. Like I'm a message away if you, you ever if you ever need anything. And obviously, you've been a big big friend of mine, and I'm being a big friend of yours as well. So no, um, as, as I said, as <laughs> I said, as who's told you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, as 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 I said, as I said, it's all about supporting each other in the end of the day. And um, no, you. It, no, I, I don't see us. We still got to do. Off. We still got to do I've got some jokes. Yeah, so we we, we still we still have to we still have to uh, we still have to uh, that to sort of schedule in. But uh, yes. I know it's, it's been it's been a pleasure, and I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to Monday's game, and obviously the, the watch along um, together on Monday as well. I'm not looking forward to it at all, but there we go. <laughs> but hey, whatever happens, it's the Women's World Cup, so a bit of sunshine. <laughs> to to look that is true in, that is very true as well in the summer anyway mate all the best I'd wish you all the best on Monday but you know I don't mean it but for the rest of the season uh, basically if you keep Man United out of the top four go for it mate <laughs> yeah well hopefully hopefully we do but uh, we shall see we shall see we shall see thanks very much mate take care uh, see you Monday see you Monday take yeah. care see you later bye 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 bye, -bye. Let's uh, let's just do that. There we go. Thanks to Doug there. Uh, Doug out football channel. Make sure you get over there and give him a support if you are from um, from my stream. Uh, if you're from his stream and you like what we do on this channel, LTID TV on uh, YouTube, give us a subscribe. We're going for the 2K. I'm trying to get it by the end of the season. Um, but I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to fall just short. Not unlike Leicester City this season. If you saw it at the start, please go and check out Gorinda and look look for that look for that um, look for that heading there on um, the uh, um, uh, LTID TV YouTube channel. And if there's that one as well, you can also um, if you like that, check out not that one because it's nothing. Check out that one and hear me have a rant after the Fulham game. But great. Thanks to Doug so very, very much. We will see you uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I'm on a Liverpool channel at seven. I know I'm a sucker for punishment. Um, I, and then we're back at nine o'clock for the Prediction League. <sighs> Should I change my 7-1? Okay, look. It is what it is. It's football at the end of the day. Uh, we love our club, wherever they will do. And whatever Gurinda and whatever Brian says, whatever league we're in, we will still support Leicester City because we are the Leicester City boys. Look, thanks to Craig and thanks to Doug for coming on. Really, really, really do appreciate it. Thanks to everybody that's been in the chat, whether you've been on Doug's channel or my channel. Uh, really too many to, to, to name out. If you've been listening on podcasts, thank you so very much for doing that as well. Really do appreciate it. Uh, all the major podcast platforms, Left Until I Die. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and click that notification bell. And if you fancy joining, because we are going to be doing, once we get to a certain membership level, we're going to be doing some members-only videos. That sounds ruder than it was meant to. But you know what I mean? It's just $1.99 of your good English pounds a month, cheap at half the price, bronze price, and you're getting the gold benefits. I will see you tomorrow at 9. Ah, this has been LTID TV. I've been Chris, and this is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back.
Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. conclude this evening's entertainment it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.